So you need to ask for what you want and no one is just going to hand it to you because you believe that you deserve it. And that goes for everything. I've always been like a very hard worker and never once did I ever ask for a raise and never once did I get a raise because no matter how hard I worked, I was still willing to work for like X amount of money that I was making. So until you actually go out of your way and say, hey, I'm worth this and I want this, nobody's going to give it to you. Nobody's Mm going to... No. <laughs> like straight up. I mean, no. Way. No, but yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Okay. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Chemical X podcast. I'm Alessia. I'm Veronica. And as usual, don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a comment down below. We love to hear what you have to say. And also, if you're feeling so kind, so generous in this new year, please leave us five stars on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. It's a new year. How are you feeling? New year, new me. No. New year, same fucking... Yeah. You believe that a new year really starts on your birthday? I don't believe that either. So what do you believe, Veronica? I don't know. I'm just the same bitch every time. Because our episode today is is not going to make sense. I mean, look, I think that there's no... I don't think that you need to wait for like a defining period in time. I think it makes Shut it better. Up. We it know that. We know that. But like, I think that if you want to change, you can change anytime you want, baby girl. Yes. yes. But we love a date to just, you know, remind us and put us in check. 100%. So since it's a new year, guys, we figured what better time than, you know, as Veronica and I are getting older. Getting older. You know, we're not in our, we're like in our late 20s. You're 27. That's fucking rude. <laughs> I think like you're really disrespectful. <laughs> well, I never said I was nice. Wow, you really were the Grinch. Well, I really ruined your day with that. <laughs> don't be shy. I, I actually ruined your mood. I'm so sorry. Well, first of all, I don't know if I'm 27 just yet. Well, but you like, are technically when this is coming out. <laughs> and that's why I said it. It's like now you got to act like you're 27 right now. How do you feel being 27? Fuck off. 100%. You know what? You know what they say, older and wiser? I actually feel wiser. Good. You're also older. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh till you start crying. 100%. <laughs> so when I'm having a bad day, there's one thing that I could do that always makes my day just so much better. What is it? Online shopping. <laughs> oh, you could never go wrong with some online shopping. Someone well, pisses you off? Well, guess what's going to be pissed off? Your bank account. 100%. It's like, why should I cry if my bank account can also cry with me? You know what I mean? And if you're looking for a place to, you know, let out your anger, let out your sadness, I have the perfect site for you to get all jeweled up. You're going to head over to Every Jewels and check out the wide range of jewelry they have. They also have some accessories like phone cases, tote bags, cute little sets, pretty much everything you need to make yourself feel better if you're just having a bad day. And if you're having a good day and you want to have an even better day then check out ever jewels guys we're giving you a discount code chemical x at checkout to receive 20 percent off anything on the website so your bank account's gonna cry with you but not as much as you think and like we're just making your day that much better because we're giving you a discount code so now it's like you could you know use your unhealthy coping mechanism in a good way 
But no, guys, as Alessia said, we are pushing, you know, we're closer to our 30s than our 20s. So we thought, what a better time than to talk about things we wish we knew sooner. So things that we wish we knew kind of in our early 20s. So maybe if you're there or maybe you're our age or maybe you're any age, there's always something new to learn. Mm -hmm. And these are just some things that we've learned along the way that, you know, maybe we wish we would have known them sooner. Yeah. Maybe we wished we would have known them sooner. Yeah. And some of these things are still things we're working on too. Oh, for sure. But would have loved to know like, you know. I mean, there's things I learned two minutes ago that are on this list. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad we're open and honest here. I mean, look. (laughs) We look through, we're like, okay, yeah, that would be good to say. So I guess we learned that too. (laughs) 100%. Well, I do want to talk about though, and I think that this is interesting. Good, good that you think you're interesting. <laughs> I think it, it that this is interesting is when I was talking about this, I was like, oh, hey, like, Ale. Yeah, I was like, the fuck? Hey, Ale. I think my name changed at 27. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I uh, called Alessia and I was like, look, I think we should do an episode on like things that we wish we knew sooner, things we wish we knew in our early 20s. And she was like, yeah, that's really cool. Except what are you going to say? And I was like, you know what? It's so funny because I have to Google it now. (laughs) Until I looked up this topic, I never took the time to really sit back and think of the things I wish I knew earlier. Yeah. I've known that I've learned things, but I've never thought about like, fuck, I wish I knew this earlier. You never like sat down to be like, oh, wow. Yeah, that would have been great to know. And with all of that being said, you know, like. Obviously, we can sit here and say it would be so nice. Mm -hmm. It would be so awesome. It would would be be so so cool (laughs) to know these things earlier. But at the same time, you know, you have to go through it to learn it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if anyone's, you know, younger (laughs) and wants a little Spark Notes version. Here it is. Here it is. But yeah, totally agree. I mean, look, I don't regret anything. And like, I think everyone has to live their path and learn things. But, you know doesn't hurt to get an fyi every now and then you know yeah well i want to know because you're ready to take off and i'm like i feel like i'm my soft girl era with this like oh yeah it's very like skims like i'm like like, i'm feminine feminine and i'm like literally like are we taking off yeah let's go you're like it's kind of my energy though 180 is slow (laughs) i'm 27 but i'm still ready to jet and leave and get out of here so what the hell are some things we get learned? comfy good you know get what comfy. i am gonna get comfortable because one Until of the we watch the tape back and i realize <laughs> i'm a guy with my leg up Literally. you know what that's what i learned at 27 nobody's fucking perfect if i can sit here and be comfortable i don't give a fuck good be yourself <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> no i kind of care like i'm gonna hate myself for the whole hour of this podcast if my leg's up I've always thought that my 20s were my years to get nakey-dakey, to go on as many trips as I want to, um, to really live my 20s because I'm only young once, which, you know, in some ways I appreciate and I'm happy like I do do. Mm-hmm. But in the same beat, I'm realizing that, yeah, as much as I want to say like 20s are the years where, you know, you should enjoy your life. You should travel. You should do all these things. It's also the years where you should grind the most. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, like any girl should be comfortable enough to walk away from anything and be financially stable and have it good on their own. Right. So I think 20s are really the years where you can actually focus on yourself. And basically, the 20s are for pursuing your dreams. Mm-hmm. So going after what you want. And I know we always think 20s are the years we have to do everything and just like 
party party but it's actually the years where i wish i knew this earlier on in my 20s because i feel like the beginning of my 20s i fucked around where i was like i have time i could do whatever i want there's so much time like i have the rest of my life yeah you have the rest of your life but also life gets more difficult as the years go by and then you you get older you want different things you have a family and then it becomes a lot harder to kind of gamble on what you're doing in your life and like what you want and it's a lot easier to like focus and grind in your 20s because you don't have as many commitments right so i think what i learned is that if you're in your young 20s don't think you have so much time you do but you should <laughs> yeah, don't think you well have so no much but time. you should really never think like oh i have so much time to do this because yeah. situations happen you grow up and then you find yourself in other situations so really while you have the time to actually take a risk and gamble on something that you're gonna love pursuing whether it be job anything do it when you're in your early 20s and don't think i'm too young i have so much time like right. really grind then so that you could really live a sick life and I think we put so much pressure on ourselves, like you said, like your 20s, you're young, it's the time to party. Yeah. But it's also like the most stressful time of your life. For sure. And I was watching a video of this girl talking and she's like, you know, it's so funny because I always tw- thought that my 20s would be like the funnest, craziest yeah. times of my life. But actually, now that I'm in my 30s, I'm like the most happy and relaxed I've ever been because I'm finally at a place where I'm like stable. Mm-hmm. I'm not worrying about what I'm doing. I'm not worrying about like how I'm going to make money, where I'm going to go. And I'm like, you know what? It's so fucking true. Like we're so worried about our 30s as if like the fun stops when you're 30. But if anything, it only gets more fun because you figured out what you needed to figure out and you're just in a better place and actually have more time to have fun. Yeah. And I think something I also like battle, you know, for example, this podcast, I'd be like, hey, we started at you know what what was it 23 24 i go wow fuck like we're we're just starting to kind of get mm-hmm. to where we want to with this podcast three years in but i go fuck what if we would have started at 20 you know like we would have probably mm-hmm. already been there we would have been ahead of people who were yeah. in the game of podcast so it's just like yeah but me- what if we started now exactly you know and that's what i wanted everyone to know it's like just start but also if you're thinking about something now don't wait for the sky to fall just start and also in the same thing like i feel like people have so much pressure to live a crazy uh like early adulthood like they feel like they need to go out to all the parties they need to do all the traveling because like once you're older then you're older you're not going to do that but like if you're not happy doing those things and you feel like you're forcing yourself to go out or you're you feel like you're only going because you feel like you need to and you want to live a life where you're like my 20s were sick but like in reality you're realizing that you're doing shit and you're not even enjoying it like i think it's important to have like a realization on that because there's been a lot of phases that i found myself in Mm -hmm. just doing things because the opportunity was there and because i didn't know how to say no to it because i was just like well i might as well i'm young like i might as well go out and sure yeah sometimes they end up being the funnest nights ever Mm -hmm. but a lot of the times you end up doing something that you don't necessarily want to do and isn't bringing you peace or happiness or anything forward you're actually just leaving with a hangover Mm -hmm. you know and i think for a long time um this is something that i I would see you doing is like taking a lot of trips and like taking every opportunity to go on a trip Mm -hmm. and then like you would always be like stressed about like the things that you had to like rush to do or like figure out before going on that trip and then it was making you so stressed to do everything in order to go on that trip because i'm trying to like balance work life and living in my 20s right where it's like <clears throat> babe figure out your situation 
and then you're gonna be able to do all of that and like i think that's where i personally found like a happy medium like i would always be the first one to say yes to something but also i was very capable of being like no stress i'm gonna sit this trip out because i have to work i have to do this i need this organized and and i've been to miami 10 times i don't actually yeah. want to go and like i'm sure you you know this that i've said no, no, no. to so many opportunities to go on trips because For i was sure. like I don't even care that much to go. Mm-hmm. Why should I like jeopardize like and make myself more stressed and put more pressure on myself to go somewhere that it's not necessarily something new. And I had made this kind of like thing with myself where it's like, unless I really want to go or unless it's like a new place that I'm going to, like I don't want to spend my money and my time going to a place that I've already been to. And like, I don't personally feel like I'll gain that much. Like sure. Yeah, it'll be fun, mm-hmm. but am I going to gain any new experiences, anything new? Probably not, you mm-hmm. know? So in those situations, I really didn't have FOMO watching all my friends go and staying back because I knew that like what I was doing was the right decision for me. And I think that's what's really important for people to know is like do what feels right for you and don't mm-hmm. do it because of like the outside pressure or the pressure to like live it up. Like, yeah, I think in, in a certain kind of way I was doing it, I was doing it for myself. I just think now having done it... Mm-hmm. I'm just more like learning how to say no. And I think that's one of our, our second ones, more of mine. It's like knowing my limit, knowing when to say no. And it's just that powerful no is just so good for you. Like mm-hmm. it's just, you're being, you're just in tune with yourself and you're like, Alessia, if I go, this is what's going to happen. And like, just scale yourself back and be like, no, I'm not going to go. Even like, you know, when I got out of my relationship, I was like, I'm going to go on trips. I'm going to like live my life. And now it's like, someone will ask me to go and I'll be like, no why you know like but that's that's comes with growing up but i think having enough willpower to say no to things even if you might enjoy it Mm -hmm. for the bigger picture is like really big i think that there's two phases that we go through in our 20s and the first lesson is learning how to say yes so learning how to take opportunities and having the freedom to do that because i think that's something that comes with getting into your early 20s is -hmm. like suddenly you have all this freedom to go on the trips to go anywhere you want to go to party as long as you want because you're an adult now you know you've got that freedom so you learn how to say yes to opportunities Mm -hmm. it could be new jobs even anything like that Mm -hmm. you learn how to take opportunities you're scared of but then you need to at a certain point learn the second lesson which is learning when to say no yeah and i think that's so important because sometimes people become yes men and they can't get out of that and they find themselves doing a lot of stuff that they just can't say no to and that puts them in a bad place so as much as i think it's good to say yes and to experience i think it's only good for a certain amount of time and then you need to be able to say no for sure and that being said i don't think that you should be like I'm not going to like, I'm going to save my partying for when I'm 30 and like not go on the trips and take this. Like, no, learn how to live a life of like um, moderation and like still do things that make you happy. Like, you know that me and Alessia will still go out. We'll still yeah. live it up. Like we still do a lot. And I have lived a really crazy early twenties and I don't take away anything from it, but I did know when to stop and I did know when to scale it back and when to start saying no. And I think that those two things are really important. But would you say, would you say it's still something you struggle with? I still think we both do things sometimes that we don't necessarily want to do. I I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like it's just a me thing. I think it's it's it's, on my list too. It's, it's like a, it's our generation kind of thing. So for me, it actually comes in two ways. And there's one way that I would say I learned last year and there's 
one way that I'm learning this year. Okay. And it's a really important new lesson that I've recently learned. Let's hear it. So the, well, the first way is learning to say no to like opportunities that were like job opportunities because I found myself in a place where I was saying yes to everything because I was, it was so like cool and exciting to get all these opportunities that I didn't know how to say no to them. Mm -hmm. But then I was finding myself stressed and overworked and doing too much. Yeah. So I had to really force myself and like make myself pick and choose what I wanted to do and say no to things. And after a year of probably doing that, cause I had said this last year on our new year's episode mm -hmm. after a year of doing that, like I feel so much better because everything that I am doing in my life right now, I'm really happy to be doing. Yeah. I'm not overworked. I do work a lot, but everything that I'm doing, I like doing. Right, which doesn't feel, yeah. quote unquote, as work. Right. And now the second thing that I'm really pushing myself to learn this year mm -hmm. is learning how to say no when I'm when it, I'm doing something that benefits other people. So I don't know really how to, Cause you're how like to say that. Little, kind of a people pleaser and you yeah. sometimes you say yes because you're like, I don't want this person to like kind of, you know, right. get, get mad that I'm not coming for example right. but it's just like recently i've been making decisions or certain things that i've always known that i've kind of done that but like i'll make a decision and choose to do something and it really won't make me happy and it'll actually make me the opposite it'll feel really out of line with my personality it really won't sit well with me but i'll still go through with it and still do it regardless of the fact that i don't want to do it because i'm too afraid to say no to all the people that want me to do it mm -hmm. okay so like let's say it's a group thing it's like i'm i'm too afraid to like disappoint all these people by mm -hmm. not doing it because yeah. of whatever outcome might be maybe they can't do it whatever it is I still will push myself to do it and then find myself in a place where I'm not happy and like yeah. I'm not feeling good. And then that's what I'm kind of trying to do this year is like not doing anything that I don't want to do. And yeah. like I don't care who it affects. I don't care mm -hmm. who has to lose out on it. And it's, yeah. it's, it's about being selfish, but I'm tired of putting myself and making myself feel like shit because I can't say no to something. You know I, what I mean? And it's like, it's such a disgusting battle within yourself so too because you're like yeah, i don't wanna it, sometimes it's like the littlest things you know like i wake up and it's like i have a whole plan of what i'm doing and then my friend calls me and they, they're like okay let's do breakfast and i know i have to be like alessia what did you tell yourself right before this call you're waking up this is your plan and it's like if i go to breakfast i'm mad at myself yeah i'm like you went against what you said so it's like when you make a decision and then you cross it you're not happy doing it so you're even more angry at yourself because you couldn't find it within yourself to say no so it's just such a toxic and circle it's, and it's like i just need to be more in tune with myself and listen to my gut and what i actually want and that's exactly me like the same breakfast thing it's like i'll have a friend who i'm more afraid of saying no to because they'll get mad at me if i do say no so then i end up saying yes to a lot of things that i don't want to do i literally don't want to do yeah. that but then i do and i go and it I'm sounds like happy. the stupidest thing it just to breakfast. Stupid, but it's but just it's, like, it's if just you like, can't do those happy. little things of breakfast, how can you do life? The big things, you yeah. know? And I feel like recently I've got myself into situations where I was just like, I don't want to do this. And then, I, and then I've convinced myself to do it for some fucking reason. I don't know why. And then I'm like so unhappy and so regretting yeah. my decision. And they I'm say like, like a habit takes 21 days in order to kind of like fix it. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of just keeping yourself in check and being like, you know, it's even with like budgeting and stuff mm -hmm. like you want to buy this thing, but you're like, no, I said 21 days. I'm not going to spend anything. I'm not going to do anything. And it's like holding yourself accountable for those 21 days will make it easier afterwards. It's like getting out of the cycle and like tricking your mind takes 21 days. So I was like, I really want to start and see how that works for me. But every time I try, I fucking fail, <laughs> <laughs> fucking fail all the time. 
I mean, I think it's one of those things that you restart a couple of times before you hit the 21 <laughs> yeah. days. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I think it takes a couple of 21 chunks <laughs> to uh, actually. When I love 21. I mean, speaking of things I wish I knew, I wish that I started being better with my money earlier. Yes. That's for sure. Like, that's just a quick one that I just want to throw in there. It's like I, when I was younger, it's like you're living paycheck to paycheck and you don't give a fuck. But then, like, looking back now, I'm like, damn, if only I wasn't a fucking idiot. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if only I just did Absolutely. what, like, every bank advisor says and, like, just put $100 aside. Yeah. Like, every, like, we, like, think, and that's, like, we think that $100 doesn't do anything. Yeah. And then, like, when you really think about how many years went by when you were younger and how much you could have actually saved, you're like, fuck. I'm a loser, man. And invested that. So if you're listening and you're, like, early 20s or even younger than that, Put your fucking money aside because oh my God. future you will thank you. Because yeah. fu- future me, me right now is pissed off. Yeah. Another I still one. haven't started doing it. Another one for me is like not spending money on like designer items. I'm Ooh. kind of really scaling it back. And now I tell myself like, oh yeah, I want this bag. But like, I'll get it when I'm rich. I'll get it when I'm rich or like someone will get me it. Right. Like I don't, I'm not going to go out of my way when I'm still not where I want to be to get that. Like, I want to buy a triplex before I buy a fucking Chanel bag. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's dumb. It's like I even still look at my bags and I'm like, was it worth it? What? Why? Yeah. For what? Mm-hmm. To please other people? Like, I know I do. Like, I love it and I completely enjoy it. But it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's it's dumb decisions that you're just like, no, I'm not going to spend a thousand dollars on another pair of shoes. Like, I'm just going to buy like a hundred dollar pair and. And that's it. And that's like, the reality. Is like I wear my like two dollar shoes all the time. I wear my cheapy little online store Fashion Nova shoes more than I ever ten billion times more. Like I, I actually don't think I wear my expensive. I heels. never do. I, I never. never wear my I look at them heels. and I go, yeah. Back in the day, I did, but like, I don't know. I'm also like changing in my styles and trends. That mm-hmm. like I prefer to just buy things that are like fast fashion and like cheaper because I outgrow things often. Right. So. And it's like, we're at a place where our money matters to us and like, yeah. we don't have that expendable income. And like, I'm like that too. Like I've scaled it back a lot with like buying certain things yeah. and like going all out. And like, even with my car, I've been wanting to upgrade it. And everyone's always like telling me, what are you doing with this car? And I'm like, you know what? Like, until one of fucking you is paying for my car yeah that's when you guys get a say on what, what car i'm driving you know what i mean because it's like i did my thing where i spent a lot of money on a mm-hmm. car and i'm like you know what until i'm at the place where like i'm not even looking at how much this car costs i'm not gonna upgrade and i know that's gonna happen soon so it's fine you don't realize when you make decision impulsive decisions but then when it affects your life you're like mm-hmm. you know I totally agree like- so my next point and it's something that is really important and i would say that i've been putting it into practice in recent years and just been like so proud of myself for doing this and it's like wow if only i knew this earlier Mm -hmm. it would have helped me so much but you know you live and you learn so my next point and lesson is i was recently hooking up with this guy and i just love the fact that he was shaved down there like thank you for taking the time to you know shave down there and make my night just more enjoyable well thank you for taking the time to do the bare minimum oh yeah that's what we expect these days and <laughs> boys if you're not on you know the bare minimum let me tell you because we want the bare the bare minimum the minimum bare so okay? if you can't even do that like don't even hit me up 100 percent. so if you're not looking bare down there 
then head over to Manscaped because they are the best in below the waist grooming. So anything you need to get that situation under control, they have it, whether it's ball deodorant, whether it's a razor, whether it's nose and ear hair trimmer, they have everything you need. And on top of that, we have a discount code for you. Jesus, it's like the bare minimum mixed with like the best discount code. What more could you ask for? Like, don't ever say that girls don't have it all together, okay? Chemical X at checkout to receive 20% off in, on your entire order. And guys, free shipping. I mean, look, I'm going to stop talking right now because I think as I'm talking, we're just giving you too much. So. 100%. So you need to ask for what you want and no one is just going to hand it to you because you believe that you deserve it. And that goes for everything. And I know so many people around me that feel entitled to opportunities, to raises, to job offers, to whatever it is because they feel like they deserve that. And sure, maybe you do, but unless you ask for it, you're never going to get it. And like the biggest thing is like, I know I've worked so hard um, you know, just growing up, I've always been like a very hard worker and never once did I ever ask for a raise and never once did I get a raise because no matter how hard I worked, I was still willing to work for like X amount of money that I was making. So until you actually go out of your way and say, hey, I'm worth this and I want this, nobody's going to give it to you. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to go out of their way to pass you a promotion if you don't go out there and ask for it. And I think it takes a lot of time before you're confident enough in yourself to feel like you can do those things and can mm-hmm. ask for those things. And that's where I struggled is like, I was very, yeah, I could see ask. that. I could see that. I, I remember a lot of times being like Veronica, like yeah. ask for this. And if anything, like it's like crazy because mm-hmm. some people will see your worth and be like, just do it. Like mm-hmm. you're, they're going to give it to you. You deserve it. And I think, yeah, you've definitely struggled with that. I definitely struggled. But I think like in recent years, I've gotten better at like being able to ask for what I want, whether it was a job, whether it was a raise, whether mm-hmm. it was a promotion or literally anything in life. Like, nobody's gonna look at you and just be like oh here i'm handing you this amazing opportunity nobody's gonna do that you need to go out there and ask for it yourself you i know? totally agree and like that comes with you need to have a lot of confidence to do that but it makes such a difference mm-hmm. um and that's where i come into my second point which is really important to me as well and it's just kind of ties into that but it's about the fact that you need to make things happen for yourself. And now, like I said, people are not just going to hand you things on silver platters. So the same thing goes for your dreams. So if you have something that you want to do, if you have a dream, Mm -hmm. if you always thought that like, oh, I always saw myself being a flight attendant. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for to achieve that thing? Because I know you're waiting for something, but what is it? You know, I was always somebody that I had a dream of living abroad somewhere. I always used to say growing up, oh, I was going to do an internship Mm -hmm. here. I was going to do an internship there. I'm going to move there. For a long time when I was in college, I said that I was going to do an internship in Paris. And I was convinced that I was going to do it. But I never actually took it seriously enough to get through the stages of saving to go to Paris, looking for a place. You know, I always did the fun stuff like the Oh, like I'm in the mood to Uh like search for what it would be like to move to Paris and search for places. But I never took it seriously And I never ended up going because I never actually fucking did it Mm -hmm. because I was always waiting for like some magic sign or some magic opportunity that would lead me there. But obviously the only thing that could fucking lead me there was myself, Mm -hmm. you know, and there was another time where I really wanted to go to Paris for the weekend and it was going to be the first trip that I was going to travel alone. I think I was like 19 and I was like, I'm just going to go to Paris for the weekend. And I had planned this whole thing. And my mom was like, are you sure? Like, you're just going to go alone? And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go alone. And then I fly standby. So obviously it could be a last minute decision. 
And when it came down to like two days before going, I chickened out and I was like, no, I'm too scared. Uh, what am I going to even do there for a weekend? Like I just let my doubts get the best mm-hmm. of me and I didn't go. I hate doubts. And I fucking hate that, you know? And like, that's that thing of like, when you're scared, just go for it. And I didn't go for it. And I missed that opportunity. And who knows what could have happened. But then the one time that I wanted something, you know, like I said, I always want to live abroad. I made the decision. I'm going to, I'm going to go to Australia. I don't know how long I'm going to go for, but I'm going, you know? And that was the first time I really made something happen for myself. It came out of nowhere, guys. I never thought about Australia in my life. It was just something that happened. Yeah. Do you ever think like everything leads you to that? Because you were also saying you were having doubts about going to Australia Mm -hmm. and maybe the feistiness of you hating yourself for never doing Paris really pushed you to actually go through with Australia. So sometimes things that happen lead you to why you actually pulled through for the second one all the time even yeah and it's just like australia is the perfect example for me of like i actually just decided with myself like i'm doing this i committed to the idea i saved my fucking money i did everything i needed Mm -hmm. to do to get there and i got myself there and there was no right time there was no perfect opportunity there was no reason why i even chose australia everybody always says like why australia i don't fucking know i literally had no reason yeah and it's just like i made it happen for myself and i went out and i did that thing because i knew that i did not want to die only knowing that i've lived in one place i just knew for myself i needed to live and experience something else and i went out and i fucking did it and i Mm -hmm. didn't wait for any perfect time for anybody to bring me there for any job to hire me in a different place i didn't wait for anything i created the opportunity for myself and that's why i achieved it and like so many i watched so many people say they want to do things and never do them because they're waiting for it to happen to them and I'm like, D- things don't happen to you. They just don't. I Anything have, worth happening yeah. doesn't happen to you. I have a friend who's like, fuck, I just wish I was born in a rich family. It's like you have the opportunity to become rich. Mm-hmm. You have a better life than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like learning to also be appreciative of what you do have in order to get more yeah. is like another important thing. Definitely. Because important. like, yeah, you can always look at other people and go, fuck, I wish I was them. And sometimes we can look at other people, other families and be like, I'm so jealous of her. Mm-hmm. Like she has the best life. But then think about the things that they you might have that they don't you know like that someone else that someone else doesn't have because like sometimes you know they grow up and they didn't have like the emotional support from like family members it's like you don't grow up and have it all it's like Mm -hmm. sometimes the most fucked up people are the ones who you think have it all together so like you know when i look into like you know my family i'm so happy i have a very supportive family and i know a lot of people don't have that so it's like take the good with the bad like you don't get everything in life but you have to understand that like there are things that you got growing up that other people didn't get and it's not always financial right i totally agree with you um and i think also just like recognizing like your privilege is really important yeah and um also another point that i had written down is and this is something that i feel like everyone is constantly struggling with but it's just something to recognize and Mm -hmm. You know, especially if I knew this earlier and started working on this earlier, it would have helped me a lot. And it's just to stop looking for validation and like stop trying to please everyone around you. Because in reality, like if you're always looking for people to validate what you're doing, it's probably not worth doing even because the 
coolest things and the best things and the things that are going to bring you so far are the things that people are going to judge you for the things that people are going to bring you down about and the things that people are not going to believe in you for Mm -hmm. doing so if you're always looking for that validation there's so many things you're not going to do because people are going to put in your mind that you either can't achieve them or it's stupid or it's not worth it or whatever it is you know like i really truly believe the best decisions and the biggest successes are things that people doubted you about the things that are worth achieving are always the things that everyone is too scared to do and they'll likely bring you down in that fear and if you stop worrying about what everybody else thinks of what you want to do and pleasing everybody else and, and doing all this shit for everyone else actually just forget about everyone else's opinion you're gonna live a much happier much mm-hmm. more stress-free life and you're gonna achieve a lot more like i think that's what happened with this podcast it you know, because we were in a place where we started it and we were in lockdown and we weren't seeing anyone and we didn't have to face anyone. It almost felt like that blanket of like freedom where you didn't have to feel people's opinions in real life in front of you. So true. So it's probably a reason that it was easier. And, you know, like over time you learn to do things without caring about people's judgment. And I'm not going to lie, guys, we got so much judgment when we started this podcast. Like, I'm sure even now people still talk shit about us. But the reality is I'm so grateful and I'm so proud of what we've achieved Mm -hmm. that it's like and so many people have turned around and started supporting us. The same people that spoke shit about turned spoke shit about us turned around and started supporting us and if that doesn't tell you enough that like you should go for what you want to do and fuck what people think because the reality is the people that are hating on you are the same people that would never do it themselves it's always the people who hate that are just angry and bitter with themselves because they're just never gonna do it and it's just like easy to hate but it's also very hard to start so it's very hard to do it but it's very fucking easy to hate oh my god and like for example you know when we started like my family members are like what do you do like it's a bit like what are you doing you know now my brother just came back from portugal and i was like we're catching up because we haven't seen each other in a while and he's like how's your podcast going and like now you know a lot of people are recognizing us and it's it's weird because it's like well yeah duh we've been around for three years but to a lot of people who meet me they're like i saw you started a podcast and it's like Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it's been three years, but but yeah, but yeah, I mean, thanks. It's it's crazy. And and even for my brother, I was like just going over like what we're kind of making now. And he was like, what? Like, that's sick. That's amazing. Like, oh, my God. And mm-hmm. it's like sometimes people won't believe in you and they won't understand where there's money to be made. Allow people to also grow with you. And I agree with that. I think for so long, like. And I think everyone that like strives for success a little bit has that like dark energy. I remember that Nima was talking about where it's like you want to prove everyone wrong, (laughs) you know, and like I get it and I do agree. But to a certain extent, I do think you need to have that element of like not holding everyone to the fact that they didn't believe in you and allowing them to come back around. And I totally do because I'm like, yeah, like you want to come back around, like come back around. There's always a place for you Mm -hmm. because I'm sure that everyone has experienced that where like I'm sure there's been times where I didn't believe in someone and then they proved me wrong. And it's like, you know what? fuck yeah prove me the fuck wrong yeah you know what i mean like go for sometimes it. you need someone to be like you can't do this for you to be like watch me mm-hmm. you know it's just what it is and just like really the point of that is i let so many times people's opinions stop me from doing things i know like this is such a random example but for the longest time like the people around me and like you know my old relationships would like look negatively on like working in clubs and like bottle waitressing and stuff but that was always something that i wanted to do because i am a very social i like to be in the nightlife i like the excitement and like dressing up and getting glammed up that's something for me and to other people might sound stupid but it makes me happy and i really enjoy doing it and for a long time i denied myself the ability to do it because i thought 
people were going to think badly of me. People were going to judge me. People, nobody would want to date me anymore. And then, you know, I came back from Australia. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'm going to do what I want to do. Like, I don't care about what any of these people think. Like, you're not me at the end of the day. Like, what is your opinion to me? And, you know, when I started living for me and doing shit for me, that's when I was so happy. And when I came back from Australia, I was fully in that vibe of like, I'm going to do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. And it really kickstarted that like, energy of not caring what people thought and i've never been happier. sometimes you have to go against something that you set a standard for yourself and you're mm-hmm. like i'm never gonna do you know and now you're doing it and, and it becomes easier with mm-hmm. everything in life after when you kind of like see what it was like to just overcome something you thought you would never do and then everything in life just becomes like oh well i could do that again i could do that yeah. again so and it's really making that one tough decision is what makes you realize that nothing changes it's like you realize that all the people you were afraid of disappointing their opinions don't fucking matter anyways so it's like you disappointed them maybe but like who even are they you know what i mean i just look at it like we're literally all gonna die and Mm -hmm. if you're dying and you're not gonna do something because of what someone thought like that's so fucking sad everyone's gonna die and you're not gonna do what you wanted to do when no one cares about you when you're dead so just live live up whatever you want to do because who cares Mm -hmm. And like the freedom you're going to feel when you start living for yourself. And I know so many people and I know I keep bringing up the club example, but I would say that it's probably like even with the podcast too, like a lot of people will be like, how do you do it? Like, especially with like clubbing, like the waitressing, people will be like, you know, I always wanted to work in a club. But like, you know, like what does your boyfriend think? What is this thing? Like people will like always ask those questions. And I'm like, but why do you do you want to do it? are you excited to do this then fucking do it so yeah that brings me back to my next point i don't have the effort to start telling someone like you could do it babe you go you go out there and like motivate people Mm -hmm. that's just not my vibe anymore and like maybe we do it throughout like having the podcast and like sharing you know fun stuff with people who listen but having to tell people like you should just do it go ahead and do it feels like it always brings me down Mm -hmm. I'm on a path where like the people I'm around better match that energy or push me further Mm -hmm. or I'm not going to be the person who's like, do it, babe. Yeah. I just can't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. That's that's literally turning 26, 27. Like I just if you're on the same vibe, cool. We're going to agree with a lot. We're going to get along. We're going to be able to like do life together. But if we're not, I'm just going to get depressed being around you. And it's just like me saving my energy and like i don't know and like look i get it there's a lot of times where people will go through things but it's just like having that person around you that's constantly like doubting themselves and negative and negative energy and not believing in themselves like at a certain point like who you are will become like who you surround yourself will become you and like i totally agree with you like i'm so grateful to have a friend group that we're all like i never have to worry if if somebody's working hard enough it's like i always know that everybody has these big dreams and they're doing whatever they want to do and like everyone is at their own pace and that's fine but i know that i never need to like push someone to like do the bare minimum like it's like i know that everybody's hustling and like that's cool and i like having that energy around me and like the people who aren't so much i end up distancing myself from them anyways because it's like we, we we're not seeing eye to eye with life right now we're not in the same space you know yeah when you're around people who all want similar things mm-hmm. or are working towards similar goals or just wanting more for themselves like, i know like a friendship shouldn't be transactional but in a way if every relationship and friendship is transactional i like i know it sounds fucked up to yeah, say but because you're, you're not getting anything from somebody 
there it wouldn't exist like you have to be getting some sort of something like there has to be either motivation or or like emotional support or like friend i don't know going out with them there has to be something that you're gaining from having an interaction with something somebody or else it just wouldn't happen yeah. you know so it is transactional and if like the only transaction we're doing is me giving and you taking all the time like that's not chill mm-hmm. you know what i mean and that goes with one of my points actually one of my lessons is not every friend has to be a best friend so i think like it's mm-hmm. important to know where people fit in your life and like also i i i don't so much agree with like the whole like cutting out a friend and xing out a friend mm-hmm. thing that's never been my personality never and i get why people do it but i also think like it's more of like where a somebody fits fizzle out yeah fizzle, let them fizzle out but also like knowing where somebody fits in your life is like important like knowing that it doesn't have to be like you're either in or you're out it's like you can be here for like a certain thing and i'm not going to expect more out of you Mm -hmm. because i know what role you play in my Mm -hmm. life and i'm not going to put so much energy and expectations on you when i know that that's not what you're going to provide for me you know what i mean yeah and i think it's really important to know like what roles that people around you play and not expecting something from somebody that you know you're not going to get it because you're just going to get disappointed every single time absolutely i think the older you get you realize like i don't i don't really care yeah and i think that's another thing that i wrote down is like you know when you're younger like especially i think back to like high school it's like these little problems that affected me so much and these people that affected me so much it's like i think like i haven't seen these people in 10 fucking years their opinion means literally fucking nothing to me literally actually zero nothing and it's so funny how it's so hard to see in those moments how like these dramas and these things could feel so important and what people think about you could feel so important. But those people, everyone's going to grow up and no one's going to care about you anymore. Like Mm -hmm. getting in my late 20s, you realize, yeah, like you learn to like stop caring about what people think, but you also realize that nobody actually cares about you. Like everybody is worried about their own fucking shit and Mm -hmm. nobody cares anymore. Mm -hmm. And that goes in my point, which is just like, you know, like these people don't matter. And also don't feel tied down to like a certain thing like i know people grow up with like a certain group and then they feel like that's my group because i always hung out with them and like i've known them since i'm in kindergarten and they feel like they need to continue this friendship but what if you change that's who they are but the reality is is like as you grow you change as a person and it's okay to make new friends it's okay to change your style you're gonna redefine yourself so many times Mm -hmm. growing up especially in your 20s like i've become so many different people and i've enjoyed and liked all of them but they have been drastically different people that i've become until i found the kind of me that fits and i'm still changing like i know that in three years from now and four years from now i will be like always changing and always adapting and always growing I'm just thinking to like a year ago when I did this look with my makeup and I say, who the fuck is that girl? You know exactly, 100%. You know exactly what I'm know talking exactly about. I exactly what you're talking about. I put diamonds on my eyeballs, diamonds on the bottom eyes. And I was like, who is that? But like, That's not me. So yeah, you can look back. Sometimes you'd be like, I liked every part. Or you could be like me and be I like, hate I, I, I literally don't know who that girl is. That is not Alessia. <laughs> 100%. But like, I just don't, I think people feel the pressure to like, this is my friend group. This is my style. This is who I am. And like, it's so not fucking true. Like you change so much. You could change your, literally tomorrow. If I want to dye my hair pink, I actually can. And that's what people don't realize is like, you have the ability to do whatever you want to do. So if you're not happy with Leaving the, the friend group, I'm like this is where i say bye I feel like i'm dying my hair pink and fuck all you bitches <laughs> but it's like if you 
like you can just wake up tomorrow and do what you want you know like if you don't like your friends change your style change your style wherever you are <laughs> um if you don't like your friends if you don't I like your hair if you that. don't like your style you actually have the fucking ability to change it and nobody cares if like but that's not your style but bitch it is now you know what i mean like do whatever you want nobody can hold you to a fucking invisible standard of like this is your style this is how you should look these are who your friends are you're always going to change that shit and like just don't feel tied down to the person you've created for yourself don't feel tied down to anything anything but like i just know for me i felt like i was tied down to this specific person and then when i left for australia and i came back i felt like i had that like clean slate where Mm -hmm. i could like reintroduce not reintroduce i sound so fucking dramatic but it just feels like when i went to australia let me reintroduce myself my name is me (laughs) (laughs) that was me when i came back but like when i went to australia i really had the blank slate of being able to be whoever i wanted so when i came back i really felt in my element and like unfortunately it took me leaving the fucking country to do that but like you just know you could still do it in the same country and then how long till you were suited back <laughs> two weeks four to six weeks <laughs> no but it's just like i feel like so much we feel like we're stuck but we have so much freedom yeah and that's what people don't understand it's like you have the freedom to be anyone to look anyway to yeah. do whatever you want another one for me is just learning that everything is going to be okay mm-hmm. just think about situations that happen and then when you overcome them and you're like i can't believe i was freaking out about that mm-hmm. thing back then and now i'm just like <laughs> why well, was i freaking out about it so just learning that like nothing actually really matters no one really knows what they're doing and go in with that energy because sometimes going in with the energy of like nobody knows what they're doing mm-hmm. maybe they do but just that energy just makes you feel more confident and knowing that Nobody knows what they're doing. Let me shoot my shot and let me try it out. Because if you go in with the energy of everyone's better than me, I'm not suited for this position, you're never going to try. So just fucking go in with everyone's naked and and i'm naked knows, too <laughs> and everyone doesn't know what they're doing so i agree but it's actually that. life though like n- does anyone really know what they're nobody doing nobody knows and i don't know why we assume that everybody else knows and i've lived like that for so long where i would always think oh but there's they're better and they're better and they know what they're doing and i swear guys you grow up you start working in companies and it's like you look at other people and go what the fuck do you do yeah. like what do you do and like do you know what you're doing like, i don't know what i'm doing like what are we all doing here like i swear to god it's the it's weirdest realization feel, yeah it's always gonna feel like everyone else knows what they're doing and yeah sure there's probably a lot of things that i know how to do that someone else doesn't know how to do and yeah maybe but in the grand assets. scheme of things nobody fucking knows when the path is and where and how and it's just we're all just figuring it out we don't know to people who never started it's like we know what we're doing but we don't know what we're doing we don't even know what we're saying we don't (laughs) know and another one is trusting your gut your gut is almost always right yeah so the scary thing is is though i find that's hard for me especially with somebody that i have a lot of anxiety that like sometimes you mix up what your gut is telling you and what's just like an anxious thought and like just feeling anxious over something so that's really tricky and then but that's also, when you know you have to do it well see that's what i'm saying it's like the 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 idea of like being afraid of something you have to be able to decipher when you're just having doubts and being afraid and when you're actually just not listening to your gut on something that's like telling you, you shouldn't be doing this mm-hmm. you know what i mean your intuition i think it's very hard to decipher but you need to learn 
how to decipher those two different things, you know, because fear will stop you and get in the way from doing anything that's worth doing and don't let that fucking happen. Mm -hmm. But also, if you have a gut feeling that's telling you shouldn't be doing something, then you probably should listen to it. So figure it out on your own of how to find out which one's right, which (laughs) one's which. So this one's kind of a personal one, but it's something that I've learned, you know, in the last year. And I think as someone that I believed so much, believe so much in like soulmates and twin flames and like spiritual and universe shit you know sometimes it pushes you and sometimes it brings you backwards okay and i feel like in my last relationship a part of me never had so much trouble leaving because i had told myself so much like this is my twin flame this is my soulmate this is the person that i meant to be with so obviously we're gonna be together and like i focused so much on that that i didn't see myself leaving and i didn't see the option of leaving because i had convinced myself that this was the perfect person for me which made me blind to so many things Mm -hmm. and i think i wish that i knew that you shouldn't be like that like i going forward i don't want to put the pressure on myself of like this is my person this is my soulmate this is my twin flame because you know what like all you're doing just is putting that yourself pressure. in a box of saying like okay i'm gonna ride through anything that's gonna happen and yes okay sure like i want to be a ride or die but like when you're riding and dying like leaf you know what yeah. i mean like no wow, it's enough. that's fucking you know true I mean? and like that's something i really learned for myself is i i really don't i want to take you should take everything with a grain of salt and that also goes for like soulmates and twin flames and stuff like that and it's like don't force yourself to stay in something just because in your mind it's what's meant for you you know what i mean same thing with like a dream job like sometimes you get your dream job and you're like why am i not happy though but it's my dream job this is what i'm meant to do but i'm not happy you know what i mean like don't put yourself in a box and tie your down self down to something just because you mentally decided that this is what's for you you know yeah i think yeah for me it's definitely i don't feel like i've struggled with that because i don't really put myself in a box i'm more like optimistic and like i could be dating someone and be like i don't know what the future holds Mm -hmm. i could really love them and i'm still like i don't Mm -hmm. know like life takes weird turns and i'm kind of just more like aware in that sense but one for me is definitely learning the like relationships should not be toxic Mm -hmm. it should be No, but it's me coming out of a toxic, you know, relationship and kind of feeling like maybe this is what love is. And it's it's just not. And being out of it now, it's so clear to me that that was not love. Yeah. I mean, it was love, but it was not the kind of love I will ever have again. Right. And relationships should not be like that. And relationships should be easy. And two people should be putting in the same amount of work. So. I don't think that relationships are necessarily easy, but I think I think I think they're challenging because I think relationships take I, work. I just talking from like my experience mm-hmm. and what I had, it's when I'm comparing to what I'm looking for now, mm-hmm. it's it's, easy. De- it's anything that I'm going to go into <laughs> at this point is going to be easy. Yeah. And I so get what you're it's going to be easy and no matter what happens, it's still going to be easy. Yeah. Compared to I I and I get what you're saying for sure. I just like I do believe that like relationships do take a lot of work. For sure. And they can be challenging, but I don't think that a relationship should be difficult and should be draining. Like that's exactly. what I don't believe a relationship should be. And it's so true and like if you're in that like I know sometimes we put ourselves like I said ride or die, you put yourself in this position where it's like <coughs> 
I'm going to do anything for you. And like, we're going to get through the hard times. So like sometimes the hard times are not worth getting through. Yeah. And sometimes there, there was only hard times. So like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think also another thing is like learning to let go of something out of the fear that there might not be something better. Like that's a big lesson for me because I feel mm-hmm. like we hold on to things because we're like, oh, we're never going to get a better opportunity. But like, let this be living proof, me and Alessia, that there is better, whether it be a job, whether it be an opportunity, yeah. whether it be a relationship. They're literally leaving it. All you're doing, you have grown from that relationship, from that job, from that opportunity. And you're not the same person you were when you walked into it. So nope. there's actually no way you can't move up. If you're leaving something, you're only going when up. When my hands start going in your camera yeah. frame, that's when you know I'm fucking... Well, if you're leaving something, it could only be going it could, up. It could only be going up. Because you finally made the decision and you're like, I'm making this decision. Mm-hmm. So you're just already in that happier. I totally agree. Anyways, guys, I think like the reality is we're always learning. You know, even now, a lot of the things that are on this list are things that I'm learning now. You know what I mean? So whether you're learning them in your early 20s or you're learning them now, you're learning them when you're 40, like it's all about self-awareness, even if we're not fully there. But we're saying that these are things that we are, you know, fixing or working on it. Just knowing that we're aware of them Mm -hmm. is like probably 90 percent of the work. And I think like anyone who's listening to this and might feel like they want change pull out a fucking journal write down all the things that you don't like or want fixed and then act upon them Mm -hmm. don't just think about them because just thinking about them is so draining and it's actually worse than just actually starting it's so true the writing down thing because i feel like it's so easy to think about things and you can't hold yourself accountable in your mind but when you write something down on paper or like in your notes or something you're like literally the proof is there you're like damn i fucking said i would do this you know what i mean and like it's not just a fleeting thought so it's so true if you want to hold yourself accountable for something write it down like just take a journal write down all the things that you're not happy with that you want fixed and what you're gonna do to change them and then even if you don't act upon it right away you're gonna look back at that journal and be like oh fuck and then sometimes you'll be like oh wow i did do this i'm Mm -hmm. so happy i pulled through on that and then you kind of give yourself like the pat on the shoulder to be like okay like because even me when i have tasks and i get them done i never look back and i'm like oh i'm so happy that's done but Mm -hmm. sometimes taking the second to be like okay i still have all this but i'm so grateful this was checked off this was checked off like we create these lists for ourselves, and then we never look back to be like this is how far we've come so yeah i totally agree and guys hopefully you learned something or you know have something to take from this episode today but i'm sure you do if there's any that you feel like we missed out on or that we can learn from write in the comments down below absolutely and as usual thank you so much for listening we love you and we love your support and kisses